Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Gil, your host, Black Hole Comics, and I'm here by some special guests tonight. Got my usual guy to my left side. I mean, he isn't really at my left, but he's like right above me. Got Jeru. What's up, guys? I don't know how usual I am because I'm every other show at this point, but what's up? <laughs> and then Colin, digging deep here, all the way from the cabal, Mr. Jeremy Gerard himself. What's up, everyone? Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, super excited, man. So yeah, this. I feel like this is our biggest get yet, Jade. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I feel wow. starstruck here for a second. Your bar yeah. is pretty low then because. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <it's>, yeah. <laughs> Well, no, we okay. almost got John Leguizamo one time, but that's a story for a past episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. Honestly, anytime I get to come on and talk legions with some fellow fans, I'm I'm all for that. So I'm thrilled for tonight. So just want to point out a couple uh, uh, comments here. We got Dave Orkin. Uh, What's going on? He says, Dave, here, here. Nice Dave's been waiting for a while. He's excited for one of us. <laughs> we got Happy Pursuits. Right on time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, give me one second. I'm going to go ahead and open up some spaghetti sauce for my wife live on camera real quick. If I didn't open that up, that would have been real embarrassing and it would have been a short stream. Nice. <laughs> I'll tell you. We got toy culprits. Howdy Dave's always first. Yes, sir. Oh, he always is. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining and stopping on by. I appreciate you guys. Cabal above all, as everybody knows, right? Hopefully, uh, Walter doesn't get too mad at me saying that. He's like, trademark. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have to send him uh, a check with a couple bucks every time we uh, say it, right? <laughs> Christopher, he hello. He encourages everyone to say it, so you're fine. Omar V, what's up, what's up? Thank you. Yes, everybody, thank you for coming. Dakota Phillips, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Hey, hey. Uh, Jeremy, so... Usually when we have somebody on for the first time, I'm sorry, man, we got to like kind of put you out to an extensive background check. It's called the geeky background check. And it's just to see basically to challenge your geek card and see, uh, you know, does, does it hold up or do we got to take it away? Do we got to confiscate it? So, right. <laughs> so where did it all start for you? Where did the geekiness start? Uh, so growing up, I was super an action figure kid. Uh, you know, I had Legos, I had Hot Wheels and stuff, and they were cool. But for me, it was all about action figures. Um, I was born in 1975, so I grew up with like the golden age of action figures. I'm talking, you know, three and three quarter inch GI Joe, Real American Hero, Transformers, Mass Universe, Star Wars was literally original trilogy in theaters when I was a kid. So that's that's where it started for me. Um, like most people, you know, kind of got out of toys when I got into high school, uh, got started playing in a band and that's kind of was my focus. Uh, but I was around 18 years old. I was actually getting my first tattoo and I saw some super cool action figures on the tattoo artist shelf. They were from the Kenner aliens line and they blew me away. I was like, Oh my God, those things look so cool. So that's kind of what got me back into the toy aisles and got me to be an adult collector. Um, aliens and then Spawn. McFarlane's Spawn figures are really the first things as an adult I started collecting, um, which if you bring it full circle, that original Spawn stuff, uh, a lot of that was created and sculpted by a group known as the Four Horsemen. So that yeah. kind of brought me right around to this fun path where I am right now. But, uh, you know... Always was into comics, you know. Obviously, I like you know the the, the geeky science fiction, fantasy movies, and, and literature and stuff like that. So, it really for me, a lot of it starts with toys. But I think my geek card hits a number of those places as well. 
yeah, actually talking about different places for comics. What what was your first comic? Just kind of interested in that. Where uh, where's first your love com- for it? First comic I remember buying was mm-hmm. an X Men book, and I don't know what number, but it was the one. It was a storyline where the Brood was yeah. attacking them, and the cover was Wolverine, kind of as part Brood. Um, and I remember there was a scene in it where Wolverine kind of gets infected and starts to recover and he crawls under like a stage and there's a guy on stage who's you know a member of the brood and wolverine breaks up through the floorboards grabs the dude throws him under puts his claws to his neck and he says there's only two things in life certain bub and this ain't taxes and then you're like i remember reading that that was the first comic i remember reading and buying i was like oh my goodness what is this all about so for me comics really started with x-men and with wolverine um and then you know after that i started getting into i I discovered comics more towards my adult years so then i started getting more into like some of the more adult comics like a lot of vertigo stuff um, you know, a lot of people are buzzing about Sandman right now because Sandman's out on Netflix. Um, I was a huge Sandman fan back, you know, years and years ago. And the OG. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd say OG, but yeah. I read it in trade form, but many years ago. So one, one thing I notice about the more we do these is everybody's first comic book is typically an X-Men random issue from a 7-Eleven or something yeah, yeah. like that. That's probably where we all got them, you know? Yeah, mine was from, there was a, so I live in Rhode Island, um, contrary to belief, I don't live in Maine. Um, the, we have a store here, we used to have a store called Mark Stevens that was like a closeout outlet for a like pharmacy chain. They would just get all of their like B grade stuff. So I would go in there because all of their like rock mags and like comic books were like a quarter. So I used yeah. to go in there and just pick up stuff and that's, that's where I got that X-Men book similar to what you're saying hell yeah yes sir that's awesome uh and then before we go on to the next thing because uh you kind of answered it you answered collectibles so i'd say collectibles definitely comics check collectibles check before we get too much further better late than never major reaction matt and you don't want to interrupt oh well when you show up late sir you tend to interrupt anytime that you appear on screen. <laughs> Let's get going. So uh, thank you. Appreciate that. Thank no problem. Major's always punctual. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, anime or animation. So it doesn't have to be just classic, you know, Japanese anime, but it can be animation. Um, do you have a love for that? And did, uh, when did it start? If you do, if, if you're into it. I like it. I wouldn't say I have a love for it. I'm not a big anime okay. guy. Um you know, I back in the day, I knew I had friends that were big into it. So I saw a lot of the, I, I mean, I've seen like Akira and, you know, some of the clad Vampire Hunter D. I, I've seen a lot of that stuff. Um, I've got two kids that are super, super into anime, Studio Ghibli and everything. I, I can appreciate it. Not really my thing. I, I definitely don't want to position myself as a big fan of it. I like animation when... I'm watching it just because it's a good story and the fact that it's animated doesn't matter to me. That's just the medium they've decided to tell that particular story in. Um, so some things I really like are animated other ones. Yeah. You know, the new, the castle, an example is the Castlevania series that was on Netflix. Loved it. Absolutely. Loved Amazing. The Castlevania series. The fact that it was animated, it was just like, yeah, that it, it worked really well for that medium. Yes, uh, I 100% agree with you. I loved that whole entire series from, I think it was four seasons, right? Uh, I think so, Three yeah. Three or four? Yeah. I think it was four. Because I, I remember the first one, I liked the first one, but it was really short. And then the second one was like incredible. And then yeah. the third season, I actually didn't care for very much. It kind of fell oh. off a little bit. Well, you know what? I think I had to see the fourth season to realize that the third season was putting the pieces in place. But I appreciated yes. the third season after I saw the fourth season. The fourth uh, season. Okay, got you. Got you, got you. All right, I understand. Because three was like a lot of setup. Yeah. A lot was. of setup. It was a crazy amount. So I was like, what exactly is the big picture here? What's going to happen? And then four, that's like when all the dominoes fall over. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah a lot well, of okay, now it makes sense. Comes into play. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So how did oh. it? card okay? Definitely. We got You're one close. more. Gaming. So gaming, is gaming a thing for you? Yes or not, no? And uh, what's your first system? Oh, really? Okay. I'm not a gamer in the slightest. I, Until Tactics comes out, right? I'll play Tactics. I'll play Tactics to get a sense of it. And, you know, I'm actually excited for it. I've, I've seen a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff of Tactics, and it's really, really cool. Like, some of the stuff they've shown, some of the cutscenes that I've seen, it's mind-blowingly cool. I am excited for that. Um, but I've never been big into video games that's never been i'm gonna have played enough of them in my life but especially now uh games take so so much time and dedication i just don't have that kind of time to invest absolutely yeah no worries well even though you don't pass the gaming part i'd say that you pass definitely i mean you you pass the other ones for flying colors so i'd say definitely yeah he's only a part of developing a video game so Maverick, can Jeremy play the banjo? Yes, I, I, I can play it. I'm not going to. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that that's for the exclusive Patreon after yeah, episode. You know, you got to pay extra for that premium. Wildly out of tune right now because it's been hanging there. I haven't played that one. I haven't played that one in a couple weeks, so that one's probably wildly out of tune. Well, next time you got you come on, it's Cotton Eye Joe for sure. Okay, I'll have to tune it up. Okay. <laughs> toy culprits. You got too many toys to play with. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I'm actually going to open up the floor to my co-host here since I went ahead and asked you everything for the geeky background check, and you did pass. And uh, we'll get you a little membership card in the mail, or maybe I might just hand deliver it to you over at Legion's Con later on this year. Good. That sounds Alrighty. good. Alrighty. And then, uh, gentlemen, uh, which one of you would like to go first with some questions? Or do you guys want to round robin it a little bit? Let's I'm down to do a little round robin with you, Jay. Sure. Um, mine's Legion's Con focused. You know, I think a lot, pretty much everyone here, probably in the stream, is for Legion's Con, uh, for the Mythic Legions. Um, we're all going. This is all of our first times. Matt and Gil are from California. I'm from Texas. We're all meeting up at Legion's Con. So it's very special to us. Yeah, I'm sure cool. obviously it's very special to you. Yeah, we've never met before. We've all, yeah, exactly. Other than this. Except now, we've all there. done cons, big, small. These guys go to San Diego. I do some smaller stuff. What are some essentials for new-time Legion's Con attendees? So if you've been to, like, San Diego, it's nothing like that. I mean, this is not this gigantic, sprawling event. This is this is kind of, I think, a unique show. And I always tell people that Legion's Con is part toy show, part art exhibit, part family reunion. So if you break those things down, you know, there's, you know, it's a ballroom. It's at a hotel. So it's an entire ballroom. We rented. This is our fourth year doing it. Um, this is the first year that it's a separate show standing on its own. It's two full days. We rented literally every square inch of space they would give us at the hotel, including a very large ballroom. Um, you go there, it's going to be filled with different exhibitors, some of whom, including Four Horsemen Studios, will be selling products. So mostly Legion's focused. There are going to be some other vendors there selling other stuff uh, from a variety of other lines because Legion's fans, by and large, collect other stuff as well. So that's cool. We're happy to have that there. Uh, but there's also going to be a lot of artists and exhibitors from kind of like the customizing community. So for them, you're going to see stuff for sale and stuff for exhibit. You know, last year when we did it, it was funny. One of the guys I was walking around with, George, that works at Four Horsemen Studios, he looked kind of perplexed. And I was like, George, what's wrong? And he said, I don't understand the show. I said, what do you mean? And he said, there's multiple tables filled with incredible stuff that they're not selling. Like people came here, set all this up, and they're like, no, I'm not looking to make money. I'm here to just share this with the community. So that's to me where the art exhibit type, you know, section of or aspect of Legion's Con comes from. There's a lot of cool stuff to see at the show and just walk around and enjoy. Um, this year, we're also going to have a number of breakout sessions. We just released that 
uh, that full schedule. So we try to stagger. So the breakout sessions don't start for a few hours after doors. So people, if they want to hit the floor first, they want to do the floor, then say they're like, hey, I want to go check out this session. Then I'm going to grab lunch. I'm going to go back to this session. They have the ability to do that. So it's kind of a mix of both of those. Um, but that last part, family reunion, if you're into the legions line, you're, you know, you, you probably know about the community. The community is amazing. Last year at legions con, there were multiple people that I saw hanging out all weekend. And there were a few guys in particular I'm thinking of that to get all weekend, they were like this. And I don't only mean at the show, like we all stayed in the same hotel. And I remember one night getting to the hotel and they were all out kind of in the lobby and it was like midnight and I was wiped out, but I, was, I, I gotta go hang out. I can't go to my room. Just we were up hanging out. Just hanging, we were like 2.30 in the morning just hanging out and that happened every single night it did not it just all late 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 people just hanging out and just enjoying each other's company so i asked these three guys i'm like did you were you guys really close friends before this weekend and they said no we knew each other from the cabal we interacted a little bit but this weekend we just got together and they were like the three musketeers inseparable all weekend and now this year they're all making plans to meet up and do it again so you guys are talking about meeting up and you're going to have that aspect that bit of camaraderie you're going to see that across the entire show and even people that you've never met that maybe you've just interacted with online or something I, I'm telling you guys, they're going to embrace you like your old friends and they're going to be like come on the ball and yeah it's going to be a blast. So you said, what are the essentials? Bring some money because there's going to be tons of cool stuff to see. Get ready to have some fun. Get ready to have some late nights as people are hanging out, whether it's across the street at the bar, whether it's in the hotel, in the rooms. It's going to be, you know, a couple days of price starting Friday night. People are going to be showing up and getting ready Friday night through Sunday night. It's going to be pretty nonstop. Hell yeah. Thank you. What, one thing I do want to highlight here is the the cabal, the sense of camaraderie, as you as you stated. It is like any other in any like there's no one that comes close in any type of fandom in anything like uh, uh any type any type of like action figures, uh any other action figure like group or or company. Uh like Mesco fans, they definitely don't get along as much as the cabal says that's for sure and like uh just hasbro and and, and uh neko mattel not throwing shade at any of these companies even sure. comic fans manga fans anime fans any other group of fans and, and, and people that all have a sense of common liking or, or whatever love don't get along as much as the people in the cabal and it is insane on how welcoming the community is and like just the other day i posted up like I know I don't post here often, but just wanted to let you guys know, Jeremy and, and Walter right away is like, well, why don't you? I'm like, he's right. Let me start posting. And I've been posting a little bit more and it's been yeah. very well received. Just to piggyback off of that, I haven't used Facebook in years and I reactivated my Facebook strictly for the cabal. And how many That's times pretty, do you yep. hear that in, in the cabal? <laughs> you know? We hear we hear it quite a bit. We hear people say the only reason I still have Facebook is for the cabal, not an uncommon comment. And thank you for that comments about the, the community. Um, I've, I've long said that even before I started working full time with the studio, you know, I, I was a super fan. That's how I started. That's my journey to this. But I've always said that the reason the community is so good is because it starts at the top, you know, <laughs> It's funny. You've, I'm sure, heard the phrase "Don't ever meet your heroes." Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've collected Full Horseman Studio stuff, like I said, since the early days of my collecting. You know, I met these guys, and they were super cool. But I met them as a fan, and then I started working with them, you know, part time, and then I started working with them full time. And I'm, I'm, I was always waiting for that other shoe to drop to see like the ugly, you know, like backside of this. It's not there. Like they're legit amazing people who are so incredibly appreciative of the love and support that they get. It's incredibly genuine and they love 
the fans. They love the community. They love the toys. They're making what they genuinely love. Like this is a unique line and it's not a license. So it's not like you have a, a, a comic studio or a movie studio saying you have to make this and they have to look like this. And you're the toy creator and you're like, oh man, I really would love to do the character in this other you know, outfit, I think it would resonate with fans much better. We don't have to deal with that. We make what we want to make because it's RIP. So it's incredible. And because of that kind of love and that kind of, you know, I guess, example that they set from at, at top, it trickles down into the community. And it's not always easy to keep that positivity in the cabal. And frankly, there have been people that have complained that the cabal is too rah-rah, too, you know, people post something and everyone's supporting. And my opinion has always been, look, our world is kind of crappy at times, you know? If I have a place where I can go where people genuinely are appreciative and friendly and warm and welcoming, I'm going to embrace that. I have no criticisms for that. I think that's wonderful. And hearing it from people like yourself saying that, you're amazed by how welcoming it is that that's that's the proof right there and not just that like the community as a whole is awesome but also just the creative community that's connected with mythic yeah. legions too the amount of support that they get from the four horsemen also yeah. like most companies would be trying to shut that shit down immediately like when other company other people are creating things that you know advance their line sometimes yeah. they try to like shut that down but four horsemen has embraced it and it's really like drawn the biggest customizing community that I've seen personally in the last 10 years of collecting. And that's what like really drew me into Mythic Legions was just what everybody else was doing with the line. And just just seeing the possibilities was like, wow, this is crazy. That's incredible. And I'll tell you, you know, last year at Legions Con, Eric Treadaway, who's, you know, one of the founders and owners of the studio, pretty much the lead sculptor. He's the one that's really sculpts all of the legion stuff um you know he was walking around legions con and a couple of those independent creators actually cornered him and said please give us rules like we we want to work with you we want to create things that add to the line but we don't want to create things that you're ever going to like be like, oh, I wish they wouldn't have done that. So they said, please give us guidelines. So you mentioned that it's a rarity that the studio would embrace them. Well, it's because it's a two way street of respect. You know, the creators out there, because we in in response to that request, we put out a set of guidelines and they're pretty simple guidelines. It was stuff like, look. Don't make 2.0 versions of our characters. Don't use our copyrighted logos. And don't make upper arms and upper legs. Now, the upper arms and upper legs are the stuff that's articulated anyway. Doing those as 3D printed would be problematic at best. But if you think about it, by not doing those pieces, people that have to, that want to customize allegiance still need allegiance figure. So by right. that way, we can say, hey, creators can create this stuff. It will actually add to the line. We're okay. Yeah, they can make heads. They can make feet. They can make weapons. Even though we make all those as well, this is the way that we can work together. And to your point, there are legit companies, people working full-time for companies that all they do is make third-party parts for Mythic Legions. That's insanity. This is people's job third-party parts for this toy line. That's, for a toy line that's less than 10 years old, that's incredible. Absolutely, it is. And I think it's just a testament to how important the line is to the community. The yeah. fact that uh, people not affiliated with Four Horsemen, it has created opportunities and jobs for them, um, careers, you know, th doing what they love, obviously. So I, I just think that's a really cool aspect of it. Uh, absolutely. And uh, Major, what was the uh, question that you had? Go for it. Okay, um, let's keep it with Legion's Con questions then. What is your yeah. central role going to be uh, in the this year's Legion's Con, Jeremy? If you can kind of, whatever you can say, you know, if, if there's things you can't say, that's fine. What's my role going to be? Yeah, what's your, yeah, what What do you, because I know you have a lot of creativity and I know you're, yeah. you have like, you know, you can get in on things and make things happen. So what, what has been your like role so far? So I... <laughs> 
kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, so Legion's Con, stepping back for a minute, Legion's Con was founded by myself and my partner, Joe Viteri. Many people know him as Lord Viteris. Um, there's a figure named after him in the, in the Legion's line. So he came up to me after uh, we met actually at Four Horsemen Studios during one of their broadcasts, their annual G-Con broadcast. Uh, and he said, hey, would you ever be interested in like helping me host like a Legion's meetup? You know, just a bunch of like fans and customizers showing their stuff. And we were, I was like, yeah, that sounds super cool. So Joe runs a show. He runs a number of shows in New Jersey, including one called New Jersey Toy Con. Uh, excuse me. It's called Toy Con New Jersey. I get them confused. He runs Toy Con New Jersey. And we decided to do the first Legion's Con, which was 2019, as a little meetup after Toy Con New Jersey was done. So it was from like five to eight at night. And we legit thought it was going to be like a dozen of us hanging out. And it ended up being like a hundred people, like people flew across the country to come to it and exhibit at it. And we didn't expect that. So it was so successful and people had so much fun and we did nothing. We literally just had some tables with exhibits. So we said, Hey, this might be something we should try to grow this. Um, obviously we had big plans for year two and the pandemic hit. So all of our plans had to kind of become virtual. Um, last year, we were still dealing with some of that fallback of the pandemic, couldn't do exactly what we wanted. So this year really feels like the first full year of Legion's Con, us doing it the way we want to do it. So my role, Joe, he's a show promoter. So he handles all of the like show logistics. I'm the creative guy. So I'm the one that deals with all of the exhibitors. I I handle all of that. I plan out the floor plan. Um, I design the badges. I design the banners. I do like all of the creative stuff, the website, you know, all of the social posts. I do all of that stuff for Legions Con. So I'm 50% of the show promoter. I'm 50% of the show, you know, infrastructure, I guess. So you got like um, a whole nother full-time thing going on with that then, huh? <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing that. But plus, I'm going to be at, legions con i'm gonna have an exhibit of my customs there and after legions con in uh 2020 it was so successful that joe said hey what's the next step the way that we brought everyone together all these creators to exhibit how do we do that at like an e-commerce level so that's how we created legion shop which you mentioned all these third-party custom parts legionshop.com is a place that brings a variety of artists more more individual artists than any other provider has under their one roof legion shop has all that so we will have a legion shop table i will have my table i will be running the show and of course i'm the director of sales and marketing for four horsemen studios so they're going to be there with a pretty large display. So I'm going to kind of be bouncing around, running the show, having my own exhibit, working with me <laughs> and helping the horsemen. So, and I want to do it. That's awesome. Awesome. How do you have time for anything? <laughs> yeah. I, I, lots of coffee and very little sleep. Yeah. That's, You're going to be that's, spending a lot of plates that weekend, man. Yeah. Yeah. Last year. So I'm an early riser. I wake up at like four thirty, five o'clock every morning. But because of that, I'm usually asleep pretty early. Last year, I couldn't go to sleep. As I said, I was too excited hanging out with people. So I didn't go to sleep any of the Legion's Con nights until like two thirty three in the morning. But I was still up every morning by like five, five thirty because I had so much energy. I had to just get out there and be part of it. And I'm, I guarantee that's what's going to be like this year. All right, so let me know what's your secret for removing the under under bag under eye bags. The glasses hide it. The glasses hide it. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll make sure I'm rocking mine then that yeah. weekend. Brings plenty of concealer. Yeah. Um, real quick, if I do shoot yeah, something off the hip, real quick. Just this is an excellent comment we got here in the chat. Uh, we got a bunch from from different people, and I keep on popping them up. But any chance of getting Mythic Legion figures that are tribute to 1980s wrestlers? You know, a barbarian with a yellow ball cover and red boots and a helmet, a black knight with gold dollar signs. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that sounds I awesome. I want to say, I want to say never say never, but that's that's one that's probably not going to happen. It, it's funny. I'll address this real quick. 
people ask all the time, like, are you guys going to do tributes to this or tributes to that? And then people look at figures we have and they, they see tributes in there that aren't meant to be there. And it's all because of those power contributes. You know, the power contributes are a very unique thing. They were created because of the power con show and because of the studio's long history with the masters of the universe property. Um, there were no plans to do Star Wars tributes or Thundercats tributes or insert whatever property 80s wrestlers. There's no plans to do stuff like that. We are very much focused on creating our own original stuff. The power contributes are that little side thing. And we even say to people, the lore that we're creating, the canon that we're creating, those figures kind of exist slightly outside of it. They're fun little additions. They're super cool because they bring a lot of fans to the line. I've heard a lot of people that are like, oh, the first one I had was Cronaw or Purplore or whatever. A figure that they recognized the, the, the homage that it was meant to be. Um, but beyond what we already do, there are no plans to do other types of properties. You know, and to bring it full circle, if that's something you want, join the cabal, and yes. I guarantee you, someone will whip you up a recipe real Ex quick. Exactly, they'll exactly. be like, "Here goes the parts." There you go, bro. So yeah, definitely. Um, my bad, uh, Jade. Go for it. I've got another Legion's Con question. This one is from the chat. Um, this is from Maverick. They're just curious if ticket numbers reflect the space the venue is safely able to handle. So I'd imagine. There's, you're going to have X amount of number of tickets. I know yep. you've mentioned on your show, Mythic Customs, that um, you're not over it. You're not there, but it, it's looking close. Yeah, there's. we still have a ways to go before we would sell out, but there's a number. Like There's a number that we're going to stop selling tickets because we... We go, there's going to be lines to get in. There's no way around that. And you know we have a plan that we know that the four horsemen table and the table for the legions con figures those are going to be really popular tables so when you get to the show and you get your badge and you know if you if you pre-buy your ticket we're going to have actually badge pickup friday night so if you're already at the hotel you can come downstairs get your badge so saturday morning you can just wait in the badges in hand line so because we can just get those people right Sweet. in um, we're going to have two lines. We're going to have one line that says, hey, if you want to hit the horseman table, and the way it's positioned, and we're going to release the map soon, the horseman table, the legion's con table, they're one after each other. So you can do one and then do the other. That's going to be one separate line. So if you want to go and wait in that line and hit that first, that's your option. If you're like, you know what, I just want to see the other 70 tables that are in the room first, I'll deal with that insanity later. You can probably just walk right in. There's going to be two different options for people depending how they want to experience, you know, the show for themselves. Um, so yes, does the, do the ticket numbers reflect how many, I don't even know what the ticket numbers are, like what they, what they say on it, but there is a number that we've set that we're like, we're not selling more than that because it will, significantly detract from the enjoyability of the show we'd rather have a good show with a lot of people than an overwhelming show with too many people absolutely and there's a lot of buzz surrounding this show this year i think you said it was your fourth fourth yeah. year doing it and the largest it's a two-day event now um i think technically you're international now is an international convention that's awesome congrats we had, um, uh, if you know, ML Wickman, he flew in from Sweden last year for the show. Um, he's flying in again this year. He's bringing his friend Tomas with him. And there are other people that are flying in from other countries as well, which is pure insanity. Um, but yeah, it's going to be the biggest one for sure. You know, as a show promoter that does this show annually, there's two things that you're trying to do because you want to continue growing the show. Right. The bigger the show, we can get bigger venue. We can do more things. It gives us the ability to make it bigger and bigger and better. You know, last year we had one show version figure because we weren't sure how that would go over. It was very successful. So this year we expanded and we have two figures, one for each day, two figure sets, and we've got more of them. So we really, you know, are going above and beyond to do as much as we can to make it special. 
Um, but yeah, it, there is definitely a lot of buzz that, like I was saying, the, what the what the trick I'm you on. want to do is people that come, you want them to have so much fun that when they leave, they're like, I've got to do this next year. I can't, there's no way I can miss next year. I need this again. And then everyone at home who skipped out, they have to have so much FOMO that they're like, I'm not missing it last next Absolutely. year. Absolutely. I see a lot of people planning next year's on the plane rides home. Yep. Yep. Also, um, what's been your one of your favorite cons uh, throughout the con circuit this year? Like, which one did you have the most enjoyable time at? I had a really good time at PowerCon. Um, I've so I've wanted to go to PowerCon for years. So I'm an East Coast guy, which means like getting out to like San Diego Comic Con. That's a whole thing. That's I've never been. I've always wanted to go. I've never been to San Diego Comic Con. Um, I had I had wanted to go to PowerCon for a number of years, specifically because of Four Horsemen Studios. Um, this year, because I'm now working full time, was going to be the first year that I get to go out literally with the company. And they moved it from the West Coast to Columbus, Ohio. And they changed the show around. Um, instead of being really a Masters of the Universe con, it was a little broader. There was still a huge Motu presence there, but there were lots of other toys as well. Um, it was my first year. It was a transition year, but it was so, so, so much fun. Really cool show. Lots of cool stuff to see. But the Legion's community came out in force. It's overwhelming. We did a really big display. We brought out the Cosmic Legion's test shots. We had the gigantic Mythic Legion's diorama. We did so much. Um, and the fans just embraced us. It was great to see them. It was great to hang out. You know, we went to dinner together. We hung out after dinner with a lot of different fans. So for me this year, that was my highlight. So far. I bet, I bet the Cosmic Legions really drew a lot of attention being so something so different compared to everything else at that show, I'm sure. There was a lot of people that are in the Legions community that weirdly went light on cosmic legions they were almost like i don't know what to expect i don't know how i'm gonna like it so i'm gonna i'm not gonna order as many um i think that they were just deluding themselves they, they could get away from cosmic legions without getting as deep as they are into mythic but we heard many many people when they saw the figures just blown away and what was interesting is when we when we show those prototypes, they're 3D printed pieces. The joints, they're not real joints. They're fake. So they're all glued together, which is why you see much more vanilla poses in a lot of those prototype shots. So when we were able to take these now test shots, which are fully posable, made with the same plastics that the, the finals will be, and pose these characters, you know, in like a position with the, you know, the blaster to their eyes, um, you know, flight poses, really dynamic stuff. People looked at it and they were like, oh, wow, <laughs> these are going to be lots of fun. And the detail on it, so much sculptural detail. We heard lots of people say, I did not order enough of these. So we think that when those hit at the start of next year, it's people are going to be blown away by Cosmic Legions. And this is just the beginning. There is so much more to explore in that universe. So talking I mean, about that with, I'm, I'm sorry, Matt, talking about Cosmics, yeah. I, I kicked myself in the ass because I remember when the first initial Kickstarter went out for Mythics, yeah. um, I, I kind of remember, and I, like, I wasn't collecting at the time. And I remember I was like, man, those look so cool. But I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you know, go yeah. years later. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I got a couple figures thanks to yeah. Jade here. You know, Major here. Stefan is one thing. Detour Customs is another. Yeah. The three of them really pushed me to get into these. And then now I'm just like, I really messed up by not getting these, you know, back then, all those years ago. But I was like, I'm not going to make the same mistake. So I'm going all in with Cosmics. And then when 1.5 came out, I was like, I'm going all in with that. I was like, I'm not going to make the same mistake. And I've just been making sure to go all in, go all in, go all in. Because I got, you know, FOMO from the past sure. X amount of years that all these figures came out, that there's all these amazing stuff. But I'm like, I'll just wait. If they ever come out for All-Stars, I'll get them then. But 
Yeah, there's a lot of us out there. (laughs) That is the great thing about Four Horsemen and them doing the all-star waves, too, is it gives people who maybe jumped in a little too late a chance to get a figure that they might have wanted from a past wave without having to pay that eBay markup. Exactly. I mean, the all-stars are an incredibly popular program. We've heard the fans say many, many times how much they love all-stars. You know, like what we have going on right now, the the pre-order for All-Stars 5 Plus is open right now at storehorseman.com. I think that's the best of both worlds because you get those reissued figures for people that may have missed them. But for people that do have them, it's also introduced these brand new characters and these you know brand new toys that they're able to get as well. So the wave so far, this this all-stars plus kind of approach has been very successful. I think this is what we're going to see going forward, a way that we can keep that all-stars program going, but still use the all-star slot to push the line forward and introduce new parts as well. And what you're saying about cosmic, I love that because I've, I told people that I said, look, if you got into mythics late, thanks just of it. And you know, you, you, have that FOMO that you missed out. Don't do that for cosmic, get into cosmic early. And if, even if you order them and there's one that you're like, you know what, this one doesn't do it for me. You can always flip those things. You can always trade them for something else. It's uh great it's, trade bait. It is. It is. It's in a unique situation. Yeah. Cause sometimes you'll find somebody that's like, Hey, you know what? I don't like this guy, but then like major might like, it and he's like, but I don't like this one. I'm like, come on, bro. Let's just do a one for one. Come on. And, You'll you'll find those. Somebody I usually you can lose out with. on that way, but yeah. And back yeah, to the cabal. There's always. I'm just playing. Come on now. There's always something moving in the cabal. You're always going to find something every day. Always. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, since we're talking about all stars uh, and yeah. all stars five plus, super unique. Thank you for doing that. One of my first entry into uh, four horsemen and mythics was an all star wave. So the plus is really cool. Um, now this might be a little little bit uh like asking you who your favorite child is. Do you have a um what excites you the most in All Star Fives Plus? You personally. Isn't it like your first child's always your favorite? <laughs> this one isn't even hard for me to answer. Uh the, the the figure of Dubon is my favorite. That particular figure, that was the one um when we were so the way that All Stars Five Plus came to be was you know we started with the fan vote we did the fan vote the fans selected those three figures azar romulus and ilgar everything else with the exception of the PowerCon figures those were planned already so those five figures already locked in the rest of the line well the rest of the wave we based that on what had already been selected we wanted to add variety so you know for instance Silverhorn Sentry did really, really well in the vote, but didn't make it into the top three. So we said, you know what? We know that there's a desire for, you know, a, a Zylonia, you know, Phlox character that's more of a Legion builder, that's more of an army builder, I should say. So that is one of the reasons why the Zylonian Guard ended up coming in, because we knew that that would be one that people would really enjoy. So we assembled it that way. And I remember the day in the studio where we had all the parts out, we were talking about assembling the pieces and what the characters would be and putting together Dubon and deciding that he was going to be a member of Zylona's flock, but a rare human member of the flock. Um, setting him in like the northern reaches, making him a ranger. I'd read a really cool article about this. Uh, they call them a Takajo, these, these hawk masters uh, in like Japan. So I loved this article. So him coming with that hawk, everything about that character I thought was really, really cool. I get to actually write the bios for all of these new characters. So they're kind of special to me as well. And he was the first bio that I wrote for the, the wave. So because of all those reasons... Dubon is my number one for this particular holiday. And, it, and it's great, man. That's a great, great figure. It looks looks to be, yeah. I think he's going to go really well with the next two waves also. Like, he fits in really well with the next uh, two waves that are coming. Like, Alithia and then um, yeah, our next wave after that. And he's, I mean, what's crazy is, like, you look at that figure, that fully wired cape he has. Gorgeous. 
I know it's hard to compare the production pieces with the third party stuff because the third party stuff is being created by individual artisans. It's oftentimes handmade and stuff. You pay for that extra. But looking at this figure, if you were going to buy a custom like wired cloak, you'd probably pay at least $37 just for the cloak. Oh, absolutely. For 37 bucks, you get all of that. That cloak is gorgeous. Plus, you get the whole darn figure with it. Major bang for your buck there. Plus, that Definitely. unique armor and the head sculpt all goes really well yep. together. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Real quick, if we want to go roundtable style, uh, I'm curious to hear everybody else's uh, favorite figure of this wave. Major, you want to start us off? Okay. Um, What's your standout? It's a toss-up between Putting you Swig. on the spot, bro. It's a toss-up between Swig and Okados for me. Swig and Okados. Okay. I and love the I love the spellcasting goblin. We haven't had seen that before. And then that Okados looks awesome with all his arms. He reminds me of uh, Skeleton Warriors, that Beautiful. old cartoon. Jade. Ooh, um, okay, I see you over there, Jeremy. One thing with Mythics is I. Why you make me jealous? <laughs> I always butcher the names until I hear it on Mythic Customs, and that's kind of what I roll with. Uh, is it Boreas, the horse? Boreas, yeah. Valius was one of my first Mythics, and I'm, I'm yeah. man, I'm so excited for that. Yeah. So excited. It's funny how your first Mythic was a horse since an actual figure. It's all good. It still technically counts, you know. Uh, he works with more than just Mythics. For for me, uh, definitely got to say Romulus. I don't know. I'm a sucker for like the gladiator type, you know, stuff going on. So, yeah, definitely Romulus. I want him. Close second is uh, Dubon. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, Romulus is definitely one that people have been wanting a re uh, duo for a while. He yeah. he, like when we do the fan vote, there's sometimes the votes are pretty close. Romulus got the number one spot, like. By a landslide, <laughs> he was absolutely. Everywhere. I know I voted for him. Oh, he won easily. I love the. Uh, I love. Uh, was it Azar or Zazar that's in this one? Azar. Zazar. Okay, one. yeah. I like him too. I love that. Uh, the whole family of demons—they're cool looking. Really cool yeah. design. I was excited hey. to see him get in just because you know people got the, his brother Zazar a few years ago in All Stars Three with as a hazar the combined form coming it's really cool that that got voted in and fans are now able to kind of complete that trio can't miss him then and we all know emil is really excited for that one. Oh yeah what a so maverick asked a really good question so what i'll start plus wave will we have torso packs to get, to get more of the beautiful uh varthog magnus torso yeah, I don't know if we'll do torso. <laughs> you know, it's tough because fans have long asked if we would sell individual pieces. And again, mm -hmm. never say never, but at some point you have to kind of know who you are. And it's like, okay, we're, we want to make figures, full figures. The yeah. heads pack is something people requested for years. It mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense. And there's also, you know, precedence for it because figures do come with extra heads, but to start putting out like packs that are just individual pieces and or letting people just buy arms or just buy legs. Um, you get to a point where it's like, uh, I don't know if that's really where our business is going to be headed. And the good thing about the community and the compulse specifically, I was going to say, they're yeah. fulfilling that role. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Hit them There's up. Plenty of sure. chess plate, the new removable chest plates that they, yep. someone, uh, I think Wolf King started putting those out, Beautiful. right? Yep. Yep. Those are the first ones with, with those out. Yep. That's a game changer right there. Cabal ones for sure. Um, yeah. I've only got one more question. I know our time is, is kind of rounding out here. And this is a, like a pretty, uh, this is a pretty simple question. Since this is our first Legions Con, this is my first time to the East Coast from Texas. Um, one, what kind of weather can I expect in November? And uh, recommendations on food and drinks. Where am I going? I like so, that. <laughs> so weather-wise, it's early November. So it shouldn't be terribly cold yet. You know, you're still in the, that's probably like the middle of fall time. Um, you're definitely going to want to bring some pants and some, uh, you know, some sweatshirts and stuff. It could get a little cold. New England is notorious for fluctuation. 
I mean, honestly, November, it could be in, you know, the high 70s. It could be in the 30s. It's literally all over the place. So pack a little bit, uh, pack some layers. A little let's bit say everything. That. California oh, weather, basically. <laughs> wow. <laughs> could, could be hot, could be cold. In terms of food, I'm not much of a foodie myself. Uh, there's tons of great stuff to eat in New Jersey. Uh, are you, so are you, you're flying in, right? Flying yeah. from, from West Texas, yep. Are you renting a car or are you going to do like Uber and stuff like that? Yeah, I think we're just going to Uber around and stuff like that, you yep. know. So you I can probably get to anywhere we need to be. Close. Um, there's right across the street from the hotel, there's a bonefish grill, which I've never okay. eaten at a bonefish grill. I have a feeling that's going to become the unofficial hangout. Um, last year, we did Legion's Con in a different venue. And there was an ale house called Mother's Ale House that was right down the street that literally became kind of perfect for Legion. That's the perfect yeah, Mother's yeah. Ale. Perfect. <laughs> it became overwhelmed with Legion's fans. It was super fun <laughs> to hang out there. Everyone went there, got dinner, got drinks, hung out for hours, and then went back to the hotel and hung out there. So nice. that was a lot of fun. Um, for people that are not staying in the venue hotel, we the plan is that one of our breakout rooms, because in addition to the large uh, ballroom that we have, we also have a series of breakout rooms, one of which the, the Etheron room, Etheros room, is going to be open all weekend with just, just going there and hang out. Like there's nothing planned in there. There's no sessions or anything. That's just like, hey, if you want to go and sit down and relax and chat with other people, you can go do it there. We're going to try to keep that open 24 hours so even people that are staying at a nearby hotel can be in the venue hotel after hours and have places to hang. So where to eat, you're probably going to want to eat kind of next to where we are. We are going to try to get some food trucks for the show as well. That would be cool. We can go outside, get something to eat quickly, and get back into the venue. That's very cool. That's awesome. That's Uh, that's That's all I have as far as my questions. I got one more from the chat. Um, There's a second time Juan Diego's brought it up. So we're definitely not ignoring you, bro. Just want to, you know, try to get to everything. So Juan Diego, guys, the hood on Dubon, is it removable? It is not meant to be. So if you've ever gotten any of the other Legion's figures with hoods, like the Ranger, you can pop it out. Like you can pull it out, but the head inside isn't meant to come out. So if you pull Dubon's head out, it's not going to have like fully sculpted here and be a head that you can use separately. It's meant to be in that hood. So mm-hmm. if that, I assume when people ask that question, that's usually what they're asking. And the answer is no. He wants to display the bald head in all of its glory. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we. I guess we'll look forward to a heads pack for that later on. Then. Yeah. Right. Ball. I think the heads pack was a really ge- uh, genius idea. Where did that come from? Absolutely. Was that from fans, or was that something you guys have been working on for a while? So fans have asked for that for years. Fans have said, "Hey, would you guys ever do a heads pack? Do a heads pack?" And it's funny the way it started. It started because of last year's Legions Con. So last year's Legions Con, the Sir Gerard figure that was the show figure. The show version, the Sergio character is meant to have the helmet. The head, the skeleton head that was supposed to only be at the show, the reason that was thrown in there was because if you read his bio, he's a changeling. And he wears that head, he looks like that, so he can look like Scapular, the head of the Sons of the Red Star, as a way that Sergio is trying to kind of usurp his power. Um, we threw it like actually when that figure was being designed and I told Eric that I wanted to use that head, he originally told me no. He said, I don't really like to use any of the main character heads in anything except for maybe the power con stuff because that stuff doesn't really matter as much. It's not as canon. And when I said to him, I said, okay, I get that, but here's why I want to use it. And because I had actual storyline for him, the reason he would have that head, Eric was like, oh, that makes total sense. Yeah, we can do it. But we were going to make that the special the special head. So you might know what happened. The factory, even though I swear to goodness, the invoice from the factory says Sir Gerard one head version. They put 
the skeleton head in the standard version as well. So the part that was supposed to only be at Legion's Con ended up coming with all the figures. Well, bringing this around to answer your question, a lot of fans were bummed they couldn't get that head. So we were talking one day and we said, hey, why don't we answer two requests at once? Why don't we do a heads pack and make the first head in that heads pack the Sir Gerard skeleton head? So anyone that doesn't have it, they can get it just through a different way. And then we'll give them like five other heads as well. When it became obvious that the Sir Gerard head wasn't as necessary because it had come with all of the standard editions. We said, well, we still want something cool to anchor that heads pack. So we ended up putting a brand new, never before revealed head in the pack. And that's the open mouth vampire. And then the other ones, fans voted on them. We picked a couple, um, came with some different repaint versions that we thought would look good with figures that are either coming out soon or figures that we know are coming out Ooh. down the road that we think these will work really well with. So we did that. We planned it out very specifically um, to just give fans uh, cool options that they could use with their figures to encourage that popping and swapping. So in awesome. true Mythic Legion's fashion, don't skip. Get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. For 30 uh, bucks, I mean, it's a great... I mean, that whole, to me, that whole wave, 385 for an all-in on that wave, you know, when we were promoting it, people Killer. were thinking it was going to be like $500 for that yep. whole wave. Nine figures, a horse, and a heads pack. So the fact that we came out at 385 I think the fans were pleasantly surprised at what they get there. Uh, one more question. This will be the last one from the chat. Sorry. Uh, Seth, shout out to Seth. Any release of Gotharopolis uh, for nah. All-Stars in the future? I don't think that they're going back to Gothropolis. Um, you know, Seventh Kingdom, Gothropolis, Magma Core, those were all waves. Those were all lines that were done years and years ago. Mm -hmm. um, some of those molds don't exist anymore, so it wouldn't be going back to them. Um not to say that we may not see similar characters. I know people really want, you know, another, they want another Etheron. They want, they missed out on that bird and he's such a core key part of the story. We know fans want another one. So not to say that that may not happen down the road, but to actually re-release or go back to those older properties, those are probably not going to happen in the future. Those, those are kind of retired. I'm guessing some of those older bodies probably wouldn't hold up to today's standards either. You know, how as far as you've progressed now? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. The Gothatropolis birds, there are some pieces of them that do work with the 2.0 bodies, but it's almost by accident. Um, <laughs> they don't have the same kind of interchangeability and compatibility that the system has now. They were designed long before the new system. And even speaking of the system, I mean, if you look at, those early Mythic Legions 1.0 bodies, those were created 10 years ago and they were sculpted in clay. If you wow. look at what Eric's doing today with fully digital sculpts, everything in Cosmic Legions was sculpted digitally. If you've got any of the new Alithia wave, like those like fabric torso, like the fabric arms and legs, they have a better range of motion while still being single joints and maintaining that sculptural integrity because Eric has learned so much and now that he's doing digital, he can do things he couldn't do in clay 10 years ago. So the idea of, you know, maybe rethinking the birds or new bodies, new parts that are now pushing the limits. I think people are going to be really excited when they see some of the new stuff and the limits that are being pushed with the kind of range of motion and posability that you can get while still having figures that very much look like legions old toddy mac better take a page huh <laughs> he's not saying that he's not saying that but i mean you Get guys have come, and articulation together in one you, you guys you guys have come a long ways that that is for sure but without a doubt you guys have come a long ways and it's amazing i'm glad i'm part of this community i'm glad that jade and matt and steph pushed me so hard to become part of you know, the Mythic Legion's family, part of the cabal. Yeah, we tried keeping you out. We're like, you don't want to go down this hole. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? No, I do want to go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> I think I do, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> well, um, you know, let's go ahead and we'll end it here because I don't want to keep you too long, Jeremy. I know that you just got back. Dude, um, I'm fine. I have no I have no rush, so he's like, the coffee is not worn off yet. 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Well, uh, guys, do you guys have anything else to ask? If not, we'll let him go on his way. So not basically what I gathered is bring money, bring comfortable <laughs> shoes, and bring a good attitude. And we'll see absolutely. you guys on. That's it. That's absolutely it. And bring a willingness to put yourself out there. One thing I will say that I love about this community is I've heard a number of people that have said that they are socially awkward, that they're uncomfortable in, you know, environments and they've come out of their comfort zone to be part of the cabal, to be part of this community. And I think that's great. I think the fact that this community is welcoming enough that people that maybe in the past were reticent to go to an event like this are now getting the courage to do so. I think that's super, super cool. So I tell everybody, go there with, like you said, that great attitude. Introduce yourself. Be willing to meet people. Dude, I love it when people come up to me and they introduce themselves and they say, my name is, you know, whatever. And I always ask them, what's your last name? Because once I know their last name, I, I recognize it from the cabal. And I'm happy to see them. And I, I, I can immediately make that connection. We've interacted in some way. And now I get to see them in person. So I love that. And I will also tell other people, everyone there, whether you're in front of the table or behind the table as an exhibitor, we're all fans. Like there's nobody at Legions Con. That's a unique thing. Everyone who's there as a vendor they are there as fans as well. Many of them were fans and attended past Legions Cons and said, I want to be an exhibitor. I want to be behind the table. So everyone that you see, do not be shy about introducing yourself. And that absolutely includes Four Horsemen Studios. The entire studio is there. Okay. Everybody from the three owners and founders to the painters to Joe and, you know, Chris, George, everyone is going to be there. Say hi. Introduce yourself. We are thrilled to meet everybody. So please do not feel like, oh, they're busy. They don't want to hear from me. On the contrary, we are there for you. So make it what you want to make it. Make it the experience you want. Come say hello. How many other companies will do that? Come on. That's awesome. They're that's, missing that's, out. Yeah, that's They're exactly why like, I fell in love with this community. They are missing out because there is nothing like hanging out at these shows and just geeking out with people about stuff that we're all passionate about. It's so much fun. I'm, I count my blessings every day that I get to do this. Definitely. That's awesome. And you're honestly living – most of our like our, our our wildest fantasies you're living it and and it's because of your love and your passion for the community and that's awesome that's that's it i mean to go from someone who was i mean i backed that first i backed the gothatropolis kickstarter so i mean i was collecting seventh kingdom and spawn and you know i've been a fan of the studio but i backed just going to mythic legions I back, I went all in plus on that first mythic legions on advent of decay I went, I got two all-ins in the Kickstarter <laughs> plus more. Um, I was a hardcore super fan. So to have gone from that to a recognized customizer to someone that got to, you know, help the horsemen out with the website, that was my first real gig with them. And to have gotten more and more and now to be at the point where I legitimately consider them my friends. Like they're great great people. I talk to them constantly and I get to do this amazing work. It is like you said, I'm living the dream. I'm so incredibly fortunate. And I honestly thank everybody out there that supports not only my channel and my work, but supports the studio because their passion allows me to do this stuff. It's awesome. It's definitely awesome. Major, you have anything? Uh, sound no, like you wanted to it. say anything. You answered all the questions I had, that's for sure. And then Alrighty. So well, then let's go ahead and uh, we'll do sign outs and shout outs. So, Jeremy, do you have anybody that you'd like to sh shout out, sir? No, I mean, everyone who tuned in tonight, thank you very much. Um, I know it's a Sunday evening. I know that the new, is the Game of Thrones, the new Game of Thrones, is that debuting yes. like right now? In an hour or so, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so everyone's like, maybe now. Um, so thank you to everyone that tuned in Beer tonight. Drunk. Everyone, that's, everyone that's already got their Allegiance Con tickets, thank you so much. I can't wait to see you in November. We got ours, oh, yeah. that's for sure. 
Can't wait to see you guys and meet everybody in the community. Looking forward to meeting a bunch of people that I've known for a while, like uh, uh, Greg Savage G. Oh, known yeah. him since the ACBA community, so it's cool to see him working with you guys too. You know, yeah. it's pretty dope. So Let's can't wait to meet you, Greg. And Major, do you have any shout outs? Um, yeah, shout out to everybody who joined in the chat tonight. I know I saw a bunch of uh, Legionnaires down there, so thanks for joining in tonight, you guys. A bunch of Cabal members, so that was awesome. Um, come check our Dungeons and Dragons game out. I know you guys are probably into some fantasy stuff, so come check out our, our Dungeons and Dragons uh, and Goblins episodes, uh, where I'm the dungeon master and these guys are, um, you know, a wizard and a barbarian. So if you guys want to see that, come watch us. So. I'm Neros, your wizard. Yeah. <laughs> I try. I'm Gilamus, the barbarian, which I stole Gil's. Uh, name Gil's full he stole my name for his character in D and D. So, uh, Jeremy on Instagram. Um, Jeremy, again, thanks for coming on, man. We're all huge fans of both your channel, um, your product, and your line that you support. You. Um, Anytime, so we're, man. All, we're all in. Anytime you want to chat, legions. Just give me a call. I'm on. Oh, we're yeah. definitely going to have to hit you up again and have you on maybe uh, post-con, and then we could kind of do like a rundown. And uh, we're definitely going to try to take advantage of that open room and maybe like anybody going in and out, if they're okay with going on camera, you know, yeah. might have them come over, interview them, or ask them a couple questions and kind of just do like a video to capture everything, people's experiences, what they like, and uh, everything like that. So I think that will be kind of cool and kind of – Kind of something different, something unique that we could try to capture everything. Absolutely. That'd be cool. Yes. Bring the good cameras. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so shout out to Christian, Ghost09, shout out to everyone in the chat and the fellow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so yeah, everybody, make sure follow at LegionsCon, follow at Mythic Customs, follow at Four Horsemen Studios, follow at, you know, all those pages. And then that's all on Instagram. And then over on Facebook, make sure to join the, uh, the Mythic Legions Cabal. So make sure to do all that stuff, and then we will see you hopefully in person in November. And Jeremy, just to let you know our kind of plan here, uh, now up until – so you're the debut episode, right? Next week we're taking off, but pretty much like every couple of weeks leading up until November, we're going to bring on somebody from the Mythic Legion's um, cabal. So on the 4th, we have Stefan and Lady Tank Studios. Yeah. Uh, so we're bringing them on on the fourth. On the eleventh, we got Walter, for, who runs the Cabal. Walter, you know, the Walter. Uh, and then the eighteenth, we have uh, Carver Customs. Yep. So that's actually uh, where my dio is from. Is from Carver Customs. Yeah. At first, I thought that was a Mistack Customs. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's Carver Customs. Yeah. Nice. So they they good, they hooked good, me up with work. this. Oh, amazing work over there. Nice. So yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for stopping by. Hopefully, you uh, you know like all this stuff and, and subscribe and all that good stuff till next time. Make sure to say geeked up and geek out. Thank you guys. Peace out. <laughs>